Welcome to Spokast. Um, I am Brendan Pointer. Along with me is... Andrea Williams. And... Nate Martin. And uh, welcome to our spooky edition of Spokast. Um, Andrea, why don't you tell us about... I don't know if it was like a spooky edition of Spokast. We totally talked to um, our friend Amanda. And if you guys should get out your phones right now, you're probably listening to this via your phone. Maybe not. Maybe on your desktop. But uh, check her out on Instagram. It's pretty effin'. Uh, like the G-rated fucking spooky. So uh, pretty F-N and then spooky. And she is a super rad chick. She actually is on the historic buildings and landmarks. Commission. Commission. And then she is a paranormal enthusiast and also is um, taking requests to do investigations. If you feel like um, you or the apartment that you live in or the house that you live in or I mean, how horrible would it be to buy a house and then like you sign papers and then all of a sudden you don't feel very safe and then you're stuck in the house and then you do an investigation then you realize that um, – it's totally haunted. We talk about a lot of really cool places in Spokane that have a lot of paranormal, like spooky history, a lot of uh, urban legends, per se, maybe myths, or yeah. a lot of like chatter around that. I think some things were were real, what happened, but like, yeah. Some things were definitely real. Definitely real. People dying in buildings. Yes, but, it is. Uh, <laughs> if you don't handle, if you, yeah, if you aren't a fan of... Uh, ghosts or sp- spirits. Um, this is not the cast for you. I would recommend. Yeah. You stop listening before I, we get started. It's not we, scary. We even had a para- we even had a paranormal experience. experience Brian's first. That was weird. I have to tell you. I mean, that was fucking weird. Yeah. Because normally that happens when we're setting up and we're getting going, and then for them, I mean, I don't. Well, I guess I don't know. that's not ruining it. Ruin like, it there, but there's definitely a little bit of well, paranormal activity. My heart. You'll definitely racing. notice it because it is very obvious that something is happening. It's yeah. weird. And Andrea. I don't feel in, I don't mind. feel energized by this episode, but I feel very like <laughs> excited. Like it really ex- like I just it was fun to like learn about all the sp- spots in Spokane that are haunted and what she's doing and like and she and Andrea mentioned that she does she goes and does these paranormal investigations these investigations and she does them for free. So like if you you know if you think you have an you know a ghost in your house and you're being you know haunted you woken def- up in the middle of the night you should definitely reach happens. out to her because she'll you know what i wanted to ask her i wanted to ask her if the 3 a.m hour is really a thing oh i know called the is- witching hour hmm. the 3 a.m hour do you ever wake up at 3 a.m always in that time frame because i sure as fuck do i mean i don't sleep a lot so i wake up a lot in the middle of the night i can't remember if do it's you ever like- look at the clock always yeah and it you don't know, specifically it's always random mm. i don't know I would be curious to know if any of our listeners have had like paranormal or like interesting things happen to them that are spooky or whatever. So if you do, you should definitely DM us or something. Yes. I think that'd be Slide really interesting. Slide into our DMs. Um, and so, oh, also I wanted to um, just give a shout out to Jeremy. I met him at Terrain. He came up to me and asked us about our podcast. Oh, awesome. So hi, Jeremy. If you're listening to this, I don't know if you actually listened to the podcast, but I know you talked, we talked about it. So anyway, cool. I'll love to meet you guys for sure. Thank you guys so much again for listening to our podcast and um, you can find our show on, well, you've listened to our show, so you found us, but um, 
please review us and um you know that that really helps us out and that, that's all i really say about that and and to keep up to date with all the things that we're doing we are on instagram instagram and that's where we're primarily at you can find us on facebook but find us on instagram at spokecast podcast um you can also email the show at hello at spokecast.com um email us your questions who you'd like to see on the show um any questions you'd like to see asked on like some of our on our like our hot list um what you love about it like any improvements that we have but yeah email us and just let us know like reach out to us we're open to your criticism and slide into our dms good job slide in slide in here we go this is spokast we'll never get that right (laughs) okay this is spokast oh no three two one this This is spokast hey this is spokast and i'm andrea williams with nate martin and brennan pointer We all work and play in Spokane, Washington, and just want to share our experiences from this great city. From our favorite hangouts, hikes, and happy hours, we're here to talk about all the Lilac City has to offer. But that's not all we're going to be talking about on Spokast. Each episode, we'll feature a guest host to chat about how they're changing the landscape of our city. This This is Spokast. Well, do you want to start us off? I do. Andrea? We're not introducing ourselves so again, are we? Because we introduced ourselves a million times. I don't think so. I think... uh, We learned because we recorded intros and then we have this song and then we're always like, I'm Andrea Williams. I'm Nate Martin. I'm Brennan Pointer. It's like, Jesus, everyone knows who we fucking are now. So we just introduce (laughs) our guests. Yes. This is spooky spookast. I don't know if it's that spooky. It's October and I am in the mood for all things scary, Um, but... We're here with my friend, Amanda Paulson. Hey. Hi. <laughs> um, and of course, Nate and Brennan are here. Hello. And Stuart. He's Ooh. hanging out. Stuart's under the table. Under the table. Waiting for some attention. Happy October. Happy October. It's, it, it feels like fall outside. Mm-hmm. I know. Though it's like so great in the mornings when it's really foggy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. I love it lots. It's getting too. It's like the sun's not coming out early enough for me though like i get up at six mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning and like it's still dark out and it makes me it's like it makes me depressed we're going so, into hibernation mode yeah, we totally are going into hibernation mode i'm gonna be on that couch a lot this winter a lot more than i am in the summer that's a great that's couch for sure. that's a great I'm, couch. i mean i don't blame you i'd be on that couch too yeah. amanda yes you're not born and raised from here you're from montana right mm-hmm. when, when did you move to spokane i moved to spokane in 2000 nine i think i've been here 10 years now oh woo woo. Mm-hmm. yeah um you what made you choose spokane um so i'm from billings montana and spokane was the closest bigger city to me so it was either here or like denver um and i just chose here at random that's awesome yeah well we're glad to have you yeah, yeah that's thank a you good thing and gosh we met probably like Long time ago. Four or five years ago? More than that, I think. Yeah, like, like five, six, six. Yeah. A long time ago through our friends, uh, Laura mm-hmm. and Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first Laura. Laura, Laura yeah. Classic Hall. And then Haley, I feel like. Yes. You guys connected too. Um, 
You guys are all looking at me. Why are you looking at me? Because oh, you're, you're, you're talking. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I, I, tend to t- I tend to look at the people that are talking. Yeah, that's usually. I'll just stare at Nate. Um, thank that's you. Not yeah, just stare at Nate. Everyone just stare at Nate. So should we should we get going? Um, yeah. With do you guys want to play a game? I do. Okay. So I made a new game, and this could totally bomb. I don't know, but we're gonna just give it a shot. So it's called Swipe Right, Swipe Left. And I am going to read hilarious Tinder bios. And um, you have to swipe right or swipe left on it. Uh, swiping right means yes. Swiping right means no. Or whatever you want it to mean, I guess. Which way am I supposed to swipe? To the right. To the right? If, if, I, if, if he's Mr. Yeah. Right or Mrs. Right, you swipe to the swipe right. Swipe to the right. Right is yes. Left is no. Okay. So, but... I mean, these bios are so crazy. I kind of think it's more like apples to apples kind of thing where like anything goes. Like whatever you f- deem is funny or right. Like you might not actually go on a date with this person, but if you just think it's hilarious, swipe right. Or if you would date them, swipe right or whatever. I don't know. Figure it out. But Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. Look uh, at you've got photos even on your piece Well, because I feel like they really play a part. Well, at least the whole bio plays a part in the... Um... Anyway... Here so, <laughs> first one. Um, <laughs> Today, I learned the average person has eight different sexual partners in their lifetime. Today, I also learned I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> Swipe right, for sure. I love that one. That <laughs> That's great. amazing. Today, yes. I also learned I'm a whore. I'll swipe right, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do I... Brendan's yeah. uncomfortable because he's a married man. No, <laughs> I ne- I've ne- like I I signed up for Tinder, um, actually because my mom got on Tinder and, and I was like I wanted to Wait, know what my mom it? was my, I wanted to know what my mom was getting into because it was like right when Tinder was getting like really famous and my mom was on Tinder and I was like what is this and so I signed up and I was on it for like a minute and then I was like oh I should not be on here because I have to connect to my Facebook and if people see me in Spokane mm-hmm. that I'm they're gonna be like yes. is Brennan like cheating on abby (laughs) so i i deleted it quickly uh so this next one is andrew he's 28 and his bio just says if we matched i already told my mom about us ew (laughs) left Left. (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was hilarious (laughs) totally swipe left but i think it's pretty funny it is funny um okay so this one says one day i was at a grocery store and this elderly lady in front of me had a total bill for groceries of $300, but her card was declined. So y'all know what I did? God bless me. God will bless me one day. I helped her put all of her groceries back. Right? That's pretty funny. I'll go, I'll go right on that too. I don't... Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I think they're doing too much though. These these that's, Tinder buyers are so. Some of them are a little extra, right? Like, that's a that's very creative. So points what, for that. Instead mm-hmm. of like, what do you look for in a in a Tinder 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 buyer? Nintendo, I look for Doctor Mario. No. <laughs> Sorry, my my no. list came through. No. On Tinder, what do I look for in a bio? Yeah, I don't really read. Yeah, the no bios. kidding. I sat I sat at a table with Andrea once and helped her sl- swipe right. And and left on stuff and uh, and you were just you didn't even look you just looked at them and I'm like well that's kind of the point I mean yeah. my bio has emojis like literally I didn't even use any words <laughs> I love looking at your Tinder and helping you pick people I think it's everything is like everyone's uh, this is another another story for another day but people you love people 
people love using my Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next one, um, uh, the name is Hope. They're 19. 19? What is she doing on this? There's a lot left. of young I'm going nice. to swipe, swipe left right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, her bio just says, the P is silent at night. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, she pees silently in the night? <laughs> Dang it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Over my head. It? No. I get the hope. piece. She a hope. She's a... <laughs> <laughs> silent at night. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. Swipe right. No. Yeah. I'd swipe right on that for sure. <laughs> the pee is silent at night. God, that's clever. Okay, let's do a couple more here. Um, <laughs> this one really killed me when I read it. I can't even get it out. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, this girl's 18. Okay, so... That's... Keep that aside. We should stop saying their ages. No. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm on Tinder to make friends the same way I'm on Pornhub to see the plumber repair the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the best thing you've oh. ever heard? Oh, that's my gosh. I swipe right on that for sure. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I know. There, there's a fly, there's a fly in, in here, here and it's really awful. Ridiculous. Oh, gosh. It's a spooky oh, wow. fly. Oh, yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> on, God, yeah. All right, I got one more and we'll be done. This All right. Is a, it's pretty funny, but it's not that great. Um, so I'm really only here because my family is beginning to think it's weird that I keep showing up to family events like weddings, Christmas, and baby showers. With my Danny DeVito cut out and demanding they set a place for him. Aww. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Swipe right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right? Okay. Right. No, that was pretty funny. Oh, that was good. That's yeah. good. I well, liked that. We'll uh, play that at a later date and maybe tweak it a little bit. No, no ages. Yeah. So we don't feel. <laughs> Actually, we don't really need ages, sexes, or names. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, okay, so now we get to do. Um, the hot list. The hot list. Yes. So this is when we are going to ask you um, to, we're going to say like, what's your favorite ex in Spokane? What's your go-to? Like, go-to. Where do you, you know, not your favorite ex. Oh, well, like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I do not have one. Yes, girl. Yeah, no favorites. No favorites. Uh, so we're um, just going to ask about like places you like to go. Okay, stuff. cool. So, Your yeah, favorite cool. fill in the blank. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so what's your favorite happy hour or your go-to happy hour? Um, oh, uh, favorite happy hour. The only thing that comes to mind is Soulful Soup, but that's not really happy hour. Just like their, mm. ha- their half off alcohol today on Mondays. On All Mondays. right, mm-hmm. Mondays. that's great. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, oh, I did this not is know like, about this that. This is really fantastic information to know because I feel like yeah. we're going into soup season, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Their beer bread. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god, so good. It's did, so good. And they just reopened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were yeah. closed. Yeah, like, they were closed. all of September. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah, they remodeled. I think. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Have you been in since they remodeled? Mm-hmm. I'm a big soup fan. Does it look good? Well, yeah. They didn't it, like. No, it's not that different. Oh, okay. to be honest, but, oh, but <laughs> I didn't notice anything. <laughs> I, uh, this time of year, it's so funny. I forget about Soulful for like 
you know, six months out of the year and then yeah. winter and, mm-hmm. you know, There's all come around. There's soup flights. Oh, they have oh, soup flights? They have what? soup flights? Oh, my gosh. Yes. The last time I was there, you could get three little small cups of soup and a slice of the beer bread. Oh, my gosh. Like, I feel That's like for me, it's, it's so smart. It's really hard to, like, choose totally. which mm. one you want because um, I have, like, quite a few. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you always got to get the um, cheddar, the beer cheddar. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so good. So good. Mm. Good to know. So, That's great. Yeah, they That's should great. sponsor me. Give me free soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hashtag not sponsored, which should be. <laughs> Soups and spirits. No. <laughs> I feel like you could do something with that. Oh, that's clever. I like that. Yeah. Um, park. My favorite park? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite park is Minnehaha. Mm. Oh, okay. Is it because? Because it's haunted. Okay. Oh, it is. So, wait. wait. Let's, uh, Wait, what? <laughs> I feel like we should talk. I feel like not everyone knows yeah. the story. Oh, yeah, we should talk about that. We should do a minor detour and talk about mini. Or should we finish the game and then go back to mini haha? <laughs> mini haha? Yeah, it's haunted. I mean, we're talking about it right now. Let's talk about it. What is, isn't the story like something about kids and a house or like what? Um. Oh, man. I don't know if I can relay this back exactly, but there's a house in mini haha or, or what looks like, like a rock building um and it was used as like a like a medical spa type of like um hot spring sort of thing which is so weird because yeah. it's like if you've I, been in many it's like yeah i think there's a lot of and also they say a lot of bad things have happened in like the the forest area but it's supposed to be haunted i don't know my theory if it might spooking uh, you out <laughs> it's stewart yeah, sorry yeah <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, it's supposed to be haunted. It's pretty creepy, um, but I just like it. Have okay. you found that? Is the house still there? Yeah, it's still there. It's all boarded up. I think it, they use it for uh, storage for the park. But oh, interesting. Wee mm. wee. Oui, oui. Okay, cool. Um, I like Minnehaha, but I've heard that I, I was. I don't think I've ever been to Minnehaha. Really? No. It's actually. They say it's not very. It's not that safe. I guess. I don't know. Oh, I feel bad oh, really? saying that. Like, oh, no, this is but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not like in a great neighborhood, but mm. um, but it is a beautiful park. But I don't know. You can climb there. Like, there's like isn't it off uh, of Argonne? I mean, mm-hmm. um, upriver. Excuse uh, me, Wellesley or upriver. I guess it's like Wellesley upriver, turns in. Yeah. Oh no, you know it's not close to Wellesley at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's it like um that way. I'm pointing, but you can't see that I'm pointing <laughs> on a podcast. But isn't it's it? like east. Like up by the dam on the river? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like on Ar- in Argonne no. yeah. area. Yeah. In between like Argonne and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what about brunch? My favorite brunch. Oh, man. You guys, I'm the worst. I'm not like a no. big brunch goer. <laughs> I used to go to um, Italia Trattoria. Mm. Mm. Best I yeah. love it. Yeah, so good. good. Yeah, they have a really good brunch. They do. They just won. They just made a list too, a national list oh, of like yeah. the best pastas in the world. In, in the, the world? world. <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> was it? It wasn't in the world. No, no, it was the U.S. It was the U.S. The U.S. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. the U.S. And they They're, talked. They were wow. a list by Food Network about the best uh, Pasta. pastas in the country. Yeah. Man, right. I feel like a loser now. Last time I went there, I had a burger. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they have a burger. <laughs> I think I wasn't eating. I don't know. I, I feel like they I don't, don't know have why. a burger. They have a they have a burger. Every, You're one of those people. Oh, every place in every place in Spokane has a burger. It's this like is it's, true. it's like this is true. I mean, there's mm. a reason why there's someone who's like 
reviewing all burgers in Spokane uh, because every place has a burger. Even like Chinese food places have burgers. All right. They also grilled cheese. But the burger is good. Mm, I love me grilled cheese. Me too. Mm. Uh, coffee. Mm, this nice. gets political. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No. <laughs> there are so many coffee shops in Spokane. It's insane. It's it just, is. It's... I feel like a new one opens up and I'm just like, you, you really needed that. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like really different. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <No. laughs> They're all good, though. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go with the classic atticus it's so right now i went through a phase where i wasn't drinking atticus coffee i drink a lot of coffee um but then they recently have like a new maple syrupy kind of flavor Mm. for uh, i put an americano so that sounds Mm. great love that Mm. yeah i could go for some maple yeah well um did you get through them all music venue okay i was gonna say i feel like we have quite a few well, we're doing random ones. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, this will be our last one. Okay. Ending on music venue. Um, I'm going to have to say lucky you. Yeah. Definitely. Well, it's so great. I feel like I know it's a little sad because. We can't say the Bartlett for much longer. No. Yeah. No. Like a, a month or. I prefer. I change. I prefer the lucky you vibe to the Bartlett. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, I do I, too. It's bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. both places are great, but I, I like definitely like lucky you's vibe. That mm-hmm. You can kind of get two different, you can get like in the summer, you can get like three different vibes. You can do like patio, you can do dancing downstairs, or you can do like a show upstairs. Mm-hmm. Or like even inside, like where you're sitting, I feel like it offers a lot. Yeah. A lot more. Good food, good drinks. Yeah. I just love the decor. Me it's too. So cool it's like there. the only, I. it's the only place I can think of in Spokane right now that has mm-hmm. what they have going on. So totally. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to add one just so we can uh, for the sake of adding one cuz we yeah. we had oh. a, we had a listener email us in right. and asked if we could add something to the hot list and she asked if we could um, forgive me I forget what her name was. <laughs> but <Yep>. she uh <laughs> hidden gems. Like is there something in Spokane that you like that's Pure kind hidden of gem. off the beaten path that you like to frequent? It could be anything really. Okay. Well, um, I feel like they don't really know what I'm into, like that my whole oh. shtick is spooky stuff. Um, oh, oh, they know. The, oh, they know already? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I shared your awesome Instagram account. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Oh, oh yeah, we know, but the listeners. Oh, the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I'm like, they know. But <laughs> no, we'll, no. we'll introduce her in the <laughs> intro. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So I'll intro you definitely in the, in the, so in the beginning of the At this point, know. they'll be aware of Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're Good super point. professional around yeah. here. Good point. No, I was uh, like, no, I told Nate and Brennan we should. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I told Stuart too. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so hidden gem. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Greenwood Memorial Terrace or the, mm. the cemetery. It's so beautiful. Yeah, which is well known for the thousand steps, which a lot of yes. people are uh, kind of creeped out by. But honestly, the whole place is so beautiful. Um, I'll just go hang out walk around there it's gorgeous yeah it's and awesome. ups in the upper area mm-hmm. like i feel like it's totally like you you would not know like if you just like drive by on uh is it government way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah that you just like you you wouldn't notice or yeah. know or think yeah and i would i would take that a step further and say the um the non-endowed section of greenwood memorial terrace as well which is a section of the cemetery that's not um, cared for or that doesn't have like perpetual care 
Um, so it's like overgrown and not as visited off the beaten path. So wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold the phone. I, why is it not taken care of? Well, so you have to pay for that. Yeah. Really? So they actually have a, an area. It's like, uh, hopefully I'm explaining this well enough, but it's a section of the cemetery for the people who couldn't pay for the perpetual care. So, so they're buried there. You can visit the area, but, um, it's like overgrown and, and not like maintained. So, yeah. That's crazy. Are, are, are I like, had no idea. Are people still like buried there? Like, mm-hmm. is that, oh. Like, I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, there's like, it's a mix of, there's some newer plots, um, around there. And then there's also like some really old ones that are just wood, like crosses, you know, and then wood, like shut the front door. There's actual oh, wood. Wow. Yeah. There? It's really cool. It's That's a, it's, so it's a cool. whole range of different, time periods yeah it's really neat this is like a perfect transition and how did you fall in love with the paranormal and the spookiness and ghost stories how when did that start um so as many would say it probably started when i was a kid um when i was like about seven or eight i had my first paranormal experience um but about like 11 years ago um I joined a ghost hunting group in Montana. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so wow. I was in that for a couple of years and that really like jump started my path to like taking a more professional approach to paranormal investigating. And then of course life got ahead of me. I moved to Spokane. I, you know, worked, did normal adult stuff. And kind volunteered of fe- as yeah. well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, um, kind of fell out of it and then I've been picking it back up again. So yeah. I love it. Okay. So you said you had your first paranormal experience when you were how old um i think about seven or eight Can first you, grade like explain it to us yeah so um so uh i was in the first grade and we moved into a house um in billings montana we actually moved from california so i was born in california we moved to montana into this house um and the second that i started sleeping there i um started seeing my i had these like weird stuffed animal doll things that were in the corner of my room on a shelf and I would see them (laughs) like (laughs) I go right away (laughs) (laughs) so they would sit on this shelf and um I remember having not fallen asleep yet but every night I could see like their faces or arms slowly move um and that kind of kick-started the experiences in that house and then uh one day I was coloring on my floor with my back to my room and um I had this glass vase on a wooden dresser and while I was coloring I heard the glass vase move across the wooden dresser all the way to the other end of the dresser oh my gosh. um and then after that I told my mom I needed to switch rooms so I switched rooms and um anyway yeah that's that's my first experience that I remember vividly first experience that I remember I was probably like 11 or 12. We lived in this really creepy house in the Tri-Cities that had like um, arched uh, like door entries and like the candle fixtures on the walls, like no like electricity, like lamps like built in the center. Anyhow, you could only get into the attic with a ladder Hmm. and we didn't have a ladder. And the person that lived there before, they had the garage and it was completely full of like all of his stuff, his tools, like boxes of like, photos and cards and my mom was like oh this is so great there's all these great antiques in here and I was like that's really fucking creepy and then like we slowly started like just seeing things missing and I 
fucking when we moved out for some reason we had a ladder my mom was like oh we're just let's look upstairs in the attic and see like if there's anything up there before we sell the house and all the things were in there and i'm like from that day point and on Full all the on. things that wow. were missing? Yes, believing. Like, mostly, I feel like I remember oh. more more vividly, like, clothing. My mom's, like, clothes um, was something, like, weird. Like, weird. Wow. Oh, interesting. And I was like, nope. And I knew. And I would never go down to the basement of that house. Ever. <laughs> like, fuck that. <laughs> so scary. And then I totally just, I feel like I'm this, get scared so easily now. Oh, I'm such a scaredy cat. Are you guys believers? I am. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Brennan's on the fence. I'm on the, I mean, I'm I I definitely love hearing about this stuff and I definitely believe what you guys are saying happened to you, but like I nothing's ever happened to me. So Yet. So uh, yeah. That's so I can't really like ever say I had a, a necessarily like a, a vivid experience like with the paranormal, but um I mean just like vibes and stuff, but I, I'm curious because somebody like Brennan or whatever who says he's never had any experiences or just isn't sure, like, do you feel like people, like, certain people just are more in tune to it or notice it or just don't pay attention to it or, like, it's different for everybody? Yeah, that's so hard, you know, like anything um, regarding spirituality or, mm-hmm. or sure. the occult or anything in this realm, it's all a theory, you know, I can just theorize about it, I don't know for a fact, but... Um, I would imagine some people probably have more of a sensitivity to it or a more open mind maybe, or maybe, I don't know, there's also like the theory that some people are haunted themselves, so maybe, I don't know, and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I had my first experience so young, um, I don't recall knowing about ghosts before then. Or else I would think that maybe I had planted it in my own head or, you know, had Mm. seen it Mm. on an episode of Goosebumps or something like that. And then (laughs) like and then it had become real. But I don't recall that. I just recall it happening and me not understanding what was happening and just being scared and like just not getting it at all. So that makes me think that maybe I did have some kind of openness to it or something for it to happen to me. I don't don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. So, um, you're part of the historical, the historic landmark, and oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, get, I'm gonna that's get okay. it. Uh, I'm a city at large representative for the historic landmarks commission for okay. the city. Yeah, so, so cool. Because I just have to like say, I think it's rad that I feel like are are you the youngest person on the board? I am. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for like showing. Um, enthusiasm and like that you care about it enough to do something because I feel like that's really fucking cool and should be celebrated alone right there (laughs) even like you've been volunteering Mm -hmm. um at the Campbell house and the Mac for like ever yes and I feel like you don't really see a lot of people our age Mm -hmm. volunteering yeah Yeah. that's really cool yeah and you're younger than us too so I think right Mm -hmm. I'm 31 I'll I'll be 30 in April oh so we're close yeah yeah um Um, yeah so I used to live in Brown's edition with my friend Jackie and she has this really cute little house in Brown's and um, I lived in the basement of this house and you know it's older like early 1900s probably I'm not exactly sure but um, one night I found out that there were locks on the outside of the doors (laughs) to the basement (laughs) 
and (laughs) to my room and so all the rooms in the basement and then the door actually that led to the basement all had locks on the outside of the doors and the only reason i figured this out is because i got locked in my room one time it's a very funny story but it was not because of like some paranormal thing it was just like a guy that i had brought home and he (laughs) drunkenly left and locked the door and then the next day i woke up and i figured out that i was stuck in my room and i really had to pee but so i thought that was so creepy like that there were locks on the outside of the door in this old house like what was the point of that? Like, why would they ever have locks on the outside of the door? I, I'm, I don't I'm not really asking. No, you, oh, but oh, I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> like, oh shoot, I don't know. <laughs> it's so creepy. Yeah, though. that is creepy. That's so. that, I, I will probably look into this later because that that sounds really interesting. I don't know. It sounds like a personal choice. <laughs> it sounds like I'm people sure, just yeah. wanted to lock something in. Or have not a person. That sounded weird. No. <laughs> or or maybe it was like super, I don't know, like it scared him. I'm considering locking my kids into their no. bedroom at night. So sure. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. Stay, <laughs> no one's going to call CPS. That's, that's safe. <laughs> Do you guys know about the A Thousand Steps? I've heard of it, but I've never been to it. And I don't really know much about it. So, I mean, I've heard about it one night, one day, my friend, one night, actually, he was like, dude, come be my wingman and like, come do the thousand steps with me and these two girls. And I'm like, and it was like late at night. And I was like, and I don't know what Abby was doing. I was just like, no, I'm not gonna come be your wingman for a night. Cause that <laughs> seems weird to like be asked by like my friend to come be a wingman when I'm like married. But, uh, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I've never I've never done it, but I I'm in, but I was asked to go do it like at midnight, which I think is probably illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is <laughs> like well, anything like what past dark dusk. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You're not supposed to be in the cemetery past dusk, and plus, you're not even supposed to be on those stairs anymore because they're really really de- like decrepit and mm. just kind of unsafe. But so, what's the story behind? They, you, you were going to probably explain it better. But doesn't it lead up to a certain tomb? Yes. Well, so there, it's a set of stairs that goes from the street up to one um, mausoleum. And the, like, it's an above ground mausoleum that actually was built, um, if I remember this correctly, it was built by, um, for the Freemasons or like a chapter Mm. of the, of the Masons. Um, (laughs) <laughs> layers yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and they actually never used it so it's just used as storage now um but there's a lot of myth and like legend behind why it's haunted apparently they call it the thousand steps because when you try to go up them um at night it feels like it takes a thousand steps because of all the ghosts coming at you from, i guess <laughs> i don't know yeah that's scary i've been too afraid to do it i've been asked a couple of times and i'm like nope you should go in the daytime um and just check it out because it's yeah. cool yeah it's cool i i try to discourage people from going there just because you can get in a lot of trouble for for doing it at night and you can get hurt they're like really overgrown and and really um just like not full steps anymore but mm. yeah. like it wasn't built a code yeah, no, not at all. Like you could, yeah, don't hurt yourself. But I'd be happy to take you sometime. That yeah, would be cool. That would yeah, be so cool. Okay, so what? I was going to say, let's. I was going to say, let's take a quick five-minute break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk to Amanda more about 
how this all started like the how she how you got into like the paranormal i know we talked about your you know the beginning but let's take a quick five minute break Oh my goodness, Andrea! Well, we're back. We're back. Beverages refilled. So, um, gosh, we were just talking because all of, all of the things to talk about, all of the questions. It's all in the show now. Yeah, but like we are. No, like I'm, I just, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it all keep it all in. No, I'm just joking. Gosh, Brennan. <laughs> um, and talking about. Uh, talking about experiences and people requesting to like know if the building is haunted they live in or if the house but also before we even get into that isn't it can't can't people get like can't people be followed yes yeah yeah because i think i like i'm starting to think now that that is a like you like once you have i don't know if it's just like super in my head or what but like okay well maybe like this stuff keeps happening like you're followed by a ghost yeah or like a spirit i mean i think i think there's definitely like you think about the energy of a human being and then you think about something horrible happening i don't know so let's go back just a little bit so amanda Amanda, you 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 started in uh you part of a ghost i'm sorry a ghost uh, hunter ghost ghost hunting club club (laughs) She's like, shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> I'm butchering this. But like you started that in Montana and then you came to Spokane. So like how did like what's your story for how you got into the paranormal activity and sure. all, yeah, how did how did you start that here in Spokane? Okay. Um yeah, so in Montana I actually joined a paranormal investigation group that was already established. So I applied, interviewed and and joined a, another group. Um so that's what I was in, and we had, you know, multiple suitcases, or uh, not suitcases, briefcases of equipment, and just like you see on the TV shows, you know, we'd go to somebody's house and do an investigation and all this and that, and then when I, I you know, I didn't do that for some time in Spokane, and then just recently, starting in um, March is when I started my blog called Pretty and Spooky, um, and that is when I started paranormal investigating um, on my own. So right now I have um, about a one briefcase full of equipment that I have. Um, I'm taking investigation requests on my website, and my goal is to try to find, you know, haunted or, you know, haunted locations in Spokane that maybe aren't as known about or maybe even people who are haunted. However, I don't do anything with, like, demonic possession or anything yeah. like that i i'm more of like a ghost hunters kind of one woman show um but not by not yeah show. not by choice though actually i i tried to join um i don't even know if i want to say this i but i tried to join a couple groups in town um like earlier this year and um i think they're just kind of a little closed off to anything new or people mm. that they don't know, you oh. know, so that didn't really? work out. Yeah. So, no. So, <laughs> that's crazy that they would be like, huh. No disrespect to them. They have their own thing going on. But uh, I tried to do that and that didn't work. And I think that if you want to do something, you should just do it regardless of if you, yeah. you have to do it alone. So, so if there's anyone out here, there who wants to take 
paranormal investigating really seriously, I'd be happy to let you do it with me. <laughs> but awesome. but for now, I'm a one, one woman show, pretty effing spooky. Yeah, that's pretty, and then FN like like the letter F N, very yes. clever, spooky. Yes. Which will the we'll PG tag. version of yes. pretty fucking yeah. spooky. <laughs> um, so if somebody were to put in a request for like investigation, like how how does that like how do you go about that? Like what do you do? Okay, so if, say, you put in a request and you thought that your apartment was haunted and you said, hey, uh, will you come investigate my place on Mm -hmm. Friday night or something? So I would come over. Beforehand, I would do um, some research into the history of your property, try to find any any death record or any reports of anything happening in the building that might lend to paranormal activity. And um, just to provide to you, because a lot of the time I think people, um, I think people want to know the history behind their their place. And uh... Stuart, <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. he's chewing on his bone over there. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, making all the noise. Way to way to go, Stuart. Oh, he looked so innocent when we all looked at him. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, so anyway, you say, hey, can you come investigate my place? And I say yes, and I do some research on it. And then I would come and I have some disclosures and things that I would have you sign so that it's okay. Say say we're in like you're at work or something Mm -hmm. like that. You know, I want to make sure that I have legal permission to be in the place, preferably after hours. I mean, we could do it during the daytime, but who wants to do that? You know, like I I like it to be an immersive experience. so since I am just one person, uh, if people are comfortable, I like to have them participate with me. I, mm-hmm. I don't have to just lead it by myself. Um, I have uh, a few different pieces of equipment that I'll spend, you know, maybe 10, 20, 30 minutes on, like in a, in a session, I would say. So, for instance, I have an EMF detector. I might spend some time doing a question and answer session with that, um, trying to record any activity um and so on with different pieces of equipment so and then you kind of just feel out the night and and go from there um and then at the end uh afterwards i would i would gather all of my evidence and go over any like digital recording or anything that i caught and compile it and give it to the person do you get scared yourself um i don't get scared i don't know Sometimes. I get scared sometimes. I get scared when things happen that I don't expect. If I'm going into a situation looking for it, then I'm not scared. I get an adrenaline rush and I, you know, follow that adrenaline rush and that that helps me get get it done, I guess. But uh, I do have some, I, I've had some experiences with like sleep paralysis or like hauntings in my own apartment or things that I've seen. And those things scare me because I'm not, you know, looking for them. They just happen. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. What's sleep paralysis? I don't, I'm... Um, so sleep paralysis is when I think more scientifically, I think it's when you are waking up from like REM sleep, like mm. the REM stage of sleeping. And uh, and you might open your eyes and see like a figure, like oftentimes a black figure, like a black demonic figure. Um and you feel like you can't get up. And I think that the scientific reason behind that is because your body is still sleeping, but your, your like brain is awake. Um, but uh, 
I have been experiencing that for about 10 years and it's kind of developed into seeing different individuals um, or like sometimes oh, I'll just wow. be visited like a lot of the time at night or um, by like people that I don't know. So, wow, that makes me sound so crazy. <laughs> no, no, I've, no I'm I've like, had that oh, experience quite no. a few times, it's, like sleep paralysis where I, I, I'm awake, but I can't move mm-hmm. and I feel like I see somebody or feel somebody there. Yes. Uh-uh. And like I've it's heard of scary. it before, like in a, like a scientific way too, yeah. but it's just like the scariest thing. It's so scary. You have no clue what's going on. And what's, on. what's interesting is that this has been happening for years. There's like, you know, historic paintings of this happening to people mm. like it's it's uh, I don't know, like archived over time that that something similar to this has been happening. But um, it, it's interesting because so many people who have had this happen to them have the same experience and see the same or similar things. So when this first happened to me, I didn't have a word for it. I didn't know what was happening. And it was just this tall black figure at the foot of my bed and I couldn't move and I was scared and um and then not until like a few years later did I find a name for it, which was sleep paralysis. And then I found all of the accounts that of people who were experiencing the same exact thing. So I, I think that that's a, an interesting aside to the scientific explanation of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say this is happening because, you know, you woke up during your REM cycle. But why am I seeing the same thing that you saw, you know, how mm-hmm. is that possible? <laughs> well, a lot of times I find that I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, or like it feels like somebody's like yeah, on top of you. Yeah, it's really weird. Who knows why? That but it's not a terrifying. pleasant experience. No, that's not for at all. Sure. Regardless of the reason it's happening, it's not wonderful. <laughs> You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna experience it tomorrow. I'm afraid not gonna sleep tonight. That's the truth. <laughs> I've already been like, I had like the craziest thing happen. I watched um, The Conjuring. Mm. For the first oh, time, so scary. Uh, I think that was. I think it was the first movie of my of the month. Uh, I even started in September, and um, I didn't realize like uh, do you, like when the and for those of you that have seen the movie or haven't seen like when they when her like foot moves in bed, mm-hmm. like it feels like someone's like pulling on it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I fucking had that happen the other night, and I was like, I was so afraid to open my eyes. I was just like, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I was like, just and it like was enough to like wake me up, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, yep, fuck it, nope, I'm done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's done for. I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I don't. I don't know. It was. It was really weird, and I was in a really old building, um, in Spokane, and I was yeah. like, yeah, no, this is fucking someone's there. <laughs> but I was too Trying afraid to, to like foot. I don't know just like I, yeah, I don't know because yeah. then you like start to like wonder yeah uh, <laughs> I don't want to find out maybe someone's trying to wake you up like they're just like I don't know I think <laughs> hey girl that, like, <laughs> hey, hey girl hey, hey. Um, I'm, I would be too afraid as much as I want to know mm-hmm. I would be like absolutely 100% too afraid to find out because when they did happen I would literally like I don't even know like what do you do? like how do you move on from that like if you had seen something yeah yeah, yeah like you, <laughs> you become like, me oh, I don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, know you, don't you just on. get really weird <laughs> yeah, I'm just like oh <laughs> so in like the investigating you've done in, in the past and like have you had any like interesting experiences that stand out or scary or crazy things like um so i am still pretty new to doing it in spokane um i've done one investigation so far at a at a business downtown 
Um, but I do have a, a pretty cool experience from my group that I was in in Montana. Uh, we did an investigation one night in a old funeral home mm-hmm. um, turned. Oh it was like a house at one point turned funeral home turned like church or so. I don't know. It, was, it had been a few things. And um, we so it's funny because from a paranormal investigation or investigator. Oh, yep. We're getting some feedback. It's uh, paranormal. I'm just, I'm just joking. Oh my gosh, there's something here. Sorry. <laughs> Andrea, stop. That was so scary. <laughs> oh my god. So we got some feedback on our mics, and um. I'm sorry. No, like that people, people are gonna think that like we're joking or something. That was weird. Well, they're gonna be able to hear it. They're not going to be able to hear that fuzziness. Yes, they will. Yeah, they, they will. will. Yeah. That it's was being recorded. fucking weird. We are. That well, let's ask the weird. expert. We, 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 no, we, are in a, we are in an b- old building that I'm sure is haunted. My heart. I'm not even joking. <laughs> That's so funny that the, that just happened, too, because I was about to get into the fact that some of the most compelling things that have happened to me in an investigation have been relatively small things like this happen. You know, like, like but... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It's still fuzzy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Are we still getting that feedback? Not yeah. as much as it was. Like it came in real hot, and then I was like, I took off my headphones. <laughs> I didn't want to hear it. You actually, it actually did give me some chills. That is weird. <laughs> that was so weird. I can't. I cannot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry. So you were you were in the okay. house. All that's your stories it. we've interrupted. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're in this funeral home, and we um, we were doing a – there's something called a K2 meter, which is an EMF detector. It has, um, it has lights on it that are from green, yellow, orange to red. Okay. And um, basically the theory is that if the ghost is – if it comes closer to it, it'll light up to red. If it goes far away, it'll light back down to green, more or less. And um, – so we were in the basement and we take base readings beforehand to make sure that we can account for anything happening that could be explained by like wiring or mm-hmm. cell phones or whatever. And um, there was nothing on the base reading and we were downstairs and asking questions. So we'd say, you know, if you're a man or a woman, whatever, come closer to us. Well, we had about a 30 minute long question and answer session where every question that we like I'd say, are you a woman? And it would come closer and it'd light up to red. And I'd say, okay, now back away. And it would go back down to green. Oh, wow. And then I'd say, are you a man? And it would stay. It wouldn't, it wouldn't answer. And then, you know, it'd go back and forth like that and, and consistently answer the questions and stay true to what the answers had been, had been previously. And in that same house, we also had a session with a flashlight, which is where you um, undo the top of a flashlight until it's like barely barely touching or barely on if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um and uh we would ask it to like light the flashlight up um in answer to questions and that worked as well so there was a lot of it's hard to explain those things without experiencing them because they sound really small but it's those small things that you know that really are like compelling pieces of evidence because you can't explain it and if it if it's if it's not just random and it's answering your questions and you know what is it so emf is electromagnetic field detection now we're getting that thing 
let's take a just a quick little break and let me see what happens. But if we start talking about if it happens again, then then it's ghosts. Then, you're, you're, then, you're, <laughs> then your apartment's haunted. And then, oh, my microphone is like dead. No, it's not. I can't hear it. Oh, I think you turned I it turned down. it. I turned it down. Oh. I was trying to figure out what the which. Hello, there I am. I was gonna say that was Brennan's first paranormal experience. No, <laughs> I, it, well, no joke. It really kind of it. That to, to get like we've we've done this is our fifth episode and. uh to get like that kind of weird feedback when we're talking about this kind of stuff, it does kind of give me it does give me a little bit of chills. <laughs> that hasn't happened before. It's we've never gotten like weird feedback. Just coming like in that. hot like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where were we? We're gonna get yeah, some, so we're, gonna, anyway, we're gonna get some mm-hmm. new chords. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the the machine. The EMF. Thing, oh, EMF. About it. EMF is a an electromagnetic field detector. Yes. So. Mm. So to explain that, because I have no absolutely so that was with the the light, right? Or how does so? It... There's a lot of different types of EMF detectors, but um, what it is doing is measuring um, electromagnetic field. Uh, like so, to give you a good idea, if you were to use one in a, a non paranormal sense, if you brought it closer to maybe like the microwave or some cords or an outlet. Or part of the wall that had a lot of um, a lot of like cord uh, wiring behind it, then it would go off and it would um, it reads it. A lot of them are differ with how it reads it, but anyway, the theory is that um, like a spirit can draw energy in order to manifest or in order to communicate, and that in doing that they will fluctuate the EMF um, detection or you know, the field in some way. And these these pieces of equipment help you record that and help it communicate when it maybe can't manifest entirely or can't speak, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. So is that experience that you had um, like the craziest one? Um. So as far as doing professional investigations, those type of experiences are the craziest, I would say. Um, but I've had some personal experiences that are a little crazier. Um, I visited a penitentiary in Idaho one oh time. Um, <laughs> Didn't Laura go with you to one? Uh, oh, that was different. That was um, Saint uh, Saint Ignatius in um, Colfax. Oh, that's a Colorado. that's a hospital, an old um, hospital. That's also very haunted. Um, that was cool, but <laughs> um, I visited a penitentiary once that uh, that I I walk into the solitary confinement area and I was recording, and um, you can hear me on video say like, "Oh, this one's creepy," and then I get to this one cell and I'm like, "This one is really creepy," and I don't even go into that one. I'm just like, "Ugh, I don't know why, but this one feels super creepy." So I stick my I stick my camera into the cell and I kind of turn it from right to left. And in the camera, later when I played it back, you can see a negative effect of a tall man with broad shoulders, like the whole oh head, God. broad shoulders. And it's no. I've never seen anything like that since where it's not a shadow because the cell is dark, but I turned it and I'm not even in the cell. I'm like outside of the door with my hand in it. And you can see like a like a bluish green, like a negative effect mm-hmm. of the outline of a man 
in there. So that's something that was really, oh really gosh. cool to see later. But it was weird because I didn't see that in person. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh. How, how did how did you is this like a place you can go and like do tour tour? Like, is that? Yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And so this, you said there's like a hospital in Colfax that's haunted. Have you been there? I have. Yeah. So St. Ignatius is in Colfax. Um, It's closed now. What Andrea is talking about is a um, open, what was it? It was like an open investigation night where they sold tickets and you could go um, take a tour. It was a little, yeah, it was, it was a little, um, it was a little funny. They had like a, the tour guides were dressed up as like dead nurses and stuff. <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> a little silly, but um, but the building is incredible. It's um exactly what you would think of like urbex, like urban um exploration kind of like abandoned building, peeling paint and stuff like that. Um, and that's supposedly really haunted there. So me and some friends went a couple of years ago. I think they've done it again since, and then they've actually um showcased it on a couple episodes of. Like ghost hunting shows. Mm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Ghost Adventures did it, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, what's what is the most haunted place in Spokane? Uh, Brent's so excited. Or a couple places. I mean, I, places. we've talked we'll about talk the about thousand. We talked about the thousand sure. stairs, obviously. But uh, so I'll say what I think is the ho- most haunted, and I'll also tell you guys what I think is like the most famously haunted, or like what a lot of people know about. But um. Probably, well, Thousand Steps are very um, well-known, but also the Davenport is haunted Mm. um, from a woman who uh, back in the early 1900s was, I think they were partying, and she was upstairs, and she ended up stepping into the wrong um, door, which actually led onto, like, on top of the glass, um, if you can think of the historic (laughs) Davenport, um, there's like a glass ceiling mm-hmm. and she accidentally opened the wrong door, stepped onto the glass ceiling, fell through and died. Why, the would, there be, why would there be a door to that? I don't know. That's that's how the story goes. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I uh, There's a lot of different ghost stories that have come out of the Davenport. So that's a really famous one. Um, but what do I think is the most haunted here? Um, oh, I had, I had it and then I lost it. I, there's so many different places going through my head right now. But... Um, I would probably have to say we're going to go back to Greenwood Memorial Terrace, actually, Mm. which is um, funny because I don't necessarily always think cemeteries are haunted. I have a hard time believing that um, if you're like a soul or a spirit or a ghost, why would you go back and haunt, you know, your dead body? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like, I don't really understand that. But Mm -hmm. but um, I the energy that I feel there. is just uh, I definitely feel like there's there's something there, and there was also um, there it has a lot of history um, with like uh, there used to be like a train tunnel that went through there. Shut um, the front and the, yeah, door. you can look this up. It's really interesting history. So now it's just looks like a grown over hill um, on the second level of the terrace, but uh, it used to be a train tunnel that went through, um, and then they ended up closing it off. So I don't know. I don't think that. Um, there was any like significant losses or deaths with that train tunnel, but I definitely feel like there's something weird going on in that cemetery. Hmm. And it's somewhere that I find myself going back to often. Um, that way. Ooh, 
train tunnels. I just think of, ooh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, thank you. Closed off tunnel yeah. tunnels in general. <laughs> oh, and also last thing is um, I, there's a lot of places in Hilliard, actually. Really? If you're looking for anywhere spooky to explore and you're not really sure how to get started, um, Hilliard has a lot of really cool uh, antique stores and um, different shops on market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that are that also have a lot of haunted history there. So in the antique stores, yeah, there's a few buildings just because of the building's history. But oh uh, no, I've been in some of those. Yeah, <laughs> and it's interesting that you say that because there's there's one I'm thinking of in particular. <laughs> can't even talk in particular that has a basement and i just hated it i hated going into the basement <laughs> down there it was super ugh. so wait yeah if people do want to go and explore especially with it being october cliche or not halloween and the whole the whole month um and they don't know how to get started yeah i mean your your instagram page I feel yeah. like has a lot of great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I, my Instagram page, which is um, at pretty effing spooky. Um, you can find me at pretty effing spooky on pretty much any social media. And then also pretty effing spooky.com. But I post a lot about local haunted places and I do a lot of research into the history, not even necessarily like the haunted history, but just history that you can, I leave for you to perceive in your own way. If you think that it would make a place haunted um and it's a lot of places that you can go to safely and legally because (laughs) i love it yeah that i want to yeah i want to um you know encourage that because uh, yeah there's a lot of people exploring when you shouldn't be or where you should be you know but yeah yeah um when you talk about like so i would expect i wouldn't expect hilliard but i would expect brown's edition Right, like where there's all these, but Hilliard is a pretty old, mm-hmm. old part of town. Um, and so you mentioned earlier that the Campbell House is haunted. So um, some people believe the Campbell House to be haunted. Um, a lot of people have had stories of thinking they see children in the house. However, oh God, children's scared. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> However, uh, I have volunteered at the Campbell House now um, as a docent, so giving tours there for years and. Um, there is no report of any deaths of children there. However, Mr. Campbell mm. did probably die in the house. He did have um, cancer in the last years of his life, and he um, set up a sick room in his office on the second floor. So um, he most likely passed away in the house. So if it's haunted by anyone, it's haunted by Mr. Campbell. Hmm. <sighs> have you had any weird experiences there? I've had one significant experience, which I actually just talked about um on my Instagram, but uh, I did have one day where I was stationed in the den downstairs and I saw somebody walking around in the laundry room, which I can see through the door. And I had been sitting down, so I stood up and got ready for my spiel. I got ready to talk to them. And about five or 10 minutes passed by and um, I couldn't see like the shot, like I saw a shadow of somebody walking around in there and I couldn't see that anymore and they didn't come in which is a a weird long amount of time to stay in one room in the Campbell house. And uh, so I finally went in there and no one was in there. Um, and that was the, the the biggest thing that's ever happened to me there, which, I mean, I clearly saw the shadow of somebody walking around the laundry room, so much so that I thought it was a real person and got ready to give my my tour. And no one was there, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, that is so creepy. I, yeah, I get all the weird. Andrea I, is, like, like, freaking out right now. <laughs> She's so just cute. Feel, no, I just feel like it's, 
I'll be, I don't know. It's, at what point do you say like, oh, it just, it's a coincidence and it keeps happening for years. Mm-hmm. Like, is it really coincidence? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But don't it's know. like, what can you do about it, right? You can't. And also I've been, I'm pretty sure I have great intuition. Like, I feel like I'm consistently like, I knew that was going to happen. I told you. I knew. So I, I don't know. I feel like there's. <laughs> something there i'm just gonna say that can, so can we really creep out our listeners no is there like is there a really like terrible story that has happened in spokane that like has led to like people thinking that it's haunted like a really like oh like a like a texas chainsaw massacre no not like that no but i mean like someone who like you know cuts people up and like wears their skin well, around no, like, not like that. Well, not that specifically. <laughs> well, no, but like, I mean, like something like that. You know, like well, there there are a couple of like uh, known murders in the area. No, I know. I'm not. I'm, I'm getting at more be, like be, more of be like direct, Brennan. I'm more like you know like um, there's a so like we were talking to Abby last night about. There's a house on this on the South Hill yes. where they performed. Oh my gosh! They, yes, I know exactly what you're talking you about. You do. Mm-hmm. You know yes. about this house? Yeah. <laughs> There's a doctor that lives. Yes. House. So it, you're talking about the Wilbur Hahn Mansion. Mm-hmm. I used to mow there. I used to mow that mansion's. Oh, I'm jealous like, of that. <laughs> like I used to like yeah, I used to hang out, not hang out, but like I would work, I'd mow the lawn around the house for yeah. like a couple summers. Okay, so wait. For those of you that don't know. The house, and correct me if I'm wrong, there was a, a doctor that lived in the house that performed illegal abortions at the time in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Nate's face just got like, he was like, what? And so. I have so I many mean, questions. Yeah. Well, it was back in the time when you couldn't really access that. Mm-hmm. Right. So my question is, were these abortions performed? They were performed illegally, but like, were they like botched like uh, is that the story I, I don't think it's botched i just think that, that that's like it was a, a somewhere where people could go women could go I don't, yeah I mean, so yeah what do you know about it well yeah you tell us to the best of my ability i'll try to say what i know about it but um i can't believe you just knew the house like that damn that was he's great. like there's okay. a house i'm like yes i know yeah <laughs> 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 um but yeah so uh han the doctor, he did perform illegal abortions. I don't think that, um, <laughs> and uh, he performed illegal abortions in the basement. Um, it's been said that there are still like even, no, uh, like draining, like uh, what do you call that? I don't know, like things in the ground in the basement that would drain, like blood oh, or mm, oh, fluid sure. or whatever. But um, what what also happened? is uh i guess he was like a partier he was pretty eccentric pretty crazy at one point he drove his car into the pool and and would get like a lot of complaints from his neighbors for just partying too crazily and um he i think if i remember correctly his wife was murdered but it was passed off as a suicide um however that the way that she was shot um you know, typical, like, didn't seem like it was a, a suicide. So his wife was murdered, um, and then he killed himself in an apartment that he got downtown as well later on because he sold the house, I think. That's, like, the abridged version. I Do we know which apartment? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. my God. Is there somebody living in this mansion now? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it was for sale for a while. Um, Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I And uh, 
and I it was like on Zillow. I used to creep on it. I wanted to go in there so bad, but um, I think it's lived like, in now. Let's take a tour of this house, please. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a million dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, um, I think Abby or or her sister. I'm not sure. My 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 father in law is a realtor, and so did they I, look at it? I don't know if I should be saying this. But, you know, I guess it's not. I mean, he's a realtor, and if they were selling the house, they could, he could take people in there. But there's, like, secret passages in there. Shut and, the fuck up. Yeah. There's, like, there's like false walls and stuff like oh that. So Do cool. we know if this doctor, like, had the house built, or was did he buy it? I think he had the house built for him. If you go, so, um, oh, what street is that? What street is that on the bottom of the uh, lawn? 17th? 17th, yeah. Yeah, so 17th. On 17th, you can see... Before this massive lawn and then the mansion is at the top, there are these um, rock like pillars that um, kind of introduce you into the driveway and it says um, Han on it. Mm-hmm. So I believe he did build oh, okay. it. Yeah. Get it built for himself. Well, that just makes it all the more creepy. I am never buying an old house. In the top <laughs> um, and a little disclaimer, this place is a private residence. Yeah. So please don't go there. Yeah, don't go there yes. or creep on it. Or you can like walk that. by on 17th. Yeah. You can like, walk your dog down the street. But no. <laughs> the house is really cool up close. When I mowed the lawn, I was like, this house is so cool. It's like it has like multiple well, houses has multiple so wings cool. and it has a humongous yard. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the house. I know. I'm it's kind of it's it's set it sits on it sits up on the top of a hill. Like so, it's I I imagine the address might be seventeenth. That's probably actually not. But like you can see the house from seventeenth. But you look up. There's a probably almost a football field or two like length towards the house. And the house sits really high up. Oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a pretty cool house. Um. So since we're on a podcast, do you um do you have a favorite? spooky scary or paranormal type podcast that you like to listen to if someone like hears this and they realize like oh this is really interesting i want to keep listening do you yeah. have any that you listen to um i do have there's quite a few out there but my favorite is a classic it's been around for a while it's called anything ghost and um and it's just a guy who tells different people's ghost stories it's a really cool. good podcast i mm. like that one um, I just started listening to Scared to Death, which is a new podcast mm-hmm. on Spotify, and it's a husband and wife, and oh, yeah, we, were we listened to, to it that. on the way oh, back from, so it was hilarious, because he, um, the husband's trying to tell the story, and the entire time the wife's like, shut the fuck up, no, she did not, turn around, turn around, like, like clearly, like, how I feel like I am when I watch movies, mm-hmm. but it is, I think, a little more playful, but I just feel like there's a lot of really cool podcasts and people sharing their experiences yeah there's so many good ones out there i think there's also one called and that's why we drink and then (laughs) (laughs) that's (laughs) amazing yeah yeah Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there that should be a hashtag and that's why we drink i love that that's great um so do you have a favorite scary movie this has been my question literally and anyone that's listening to this if you've if I've talked to you since September, that's been my f- number one go-to question because I'm going through and um, watching scary movies. And so, do you have one? Um, well, I love the Conjuring movies. But it, you've seen those, it is yeah. So 
I was alone Mm -hmm. and I watched that. You watched it by yourself? I did. And my roommate was gone. What are you doing? Like seriously, you, you can't go to Scarywood, but you can watch a scary movie by yourself <laughs> in your in your in your apartment Wood. building. That's probably that's probably I know. also haunted. I live haunted. in an old building downtown. It's definitely haunted. <laughs> Don't worry. Like I'm very aware that that building is fucking haunted. Um, but I also there's also another movie called As Above, So Below. Have you seen that? Ooh, I've, no. I've, I've heard, heard about it. it. You've heard it's I'm really good. Down. Yep. Yeah. Any oh, sorry. any like really good offbeat like not offbeat but like um unknown like scary movies like i did one of them, the ones that I, I, we're gonna probably talk about this on our on a, our extra Wait. af episode but like um the babadook oh, oh yeah that's on my the babadook yeah I, I like i mean i like scary movies that are like i i, I don't like jumping like scary you don't movies. like jump scares i like ones that are more like about, like a Blair Witch Project. I mean, there that, are jump scares in it, but like there's, but it's still, but it sticks with you because like it feels so real. Mm-hmm. Like, is there do, is there any ones that are like that that are just kind of just are so ominous and so like they just make you feel gross? Have you seen uh, Midsummer? Yeah, I did see Midsummer in theaters. Gosh, yeah. Um, I'm watching it tomorrow night. Have you seen it? I haven't. I I mean I I I know the the. The gentleman the, that did it did the director, hereditary, hereditary, the director, yeah. which uh, I still think to date that is probably one of the scariest movies. Yeah, um, I've I have seen. It was yeah. it was awful. I was screaming at the TV. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Is, those are good. That makes me think of the witch. Also, I haven't mm, seen that. Yes. That's a good one. That's and, really like um, uh, atmospheric, like mm-hmm. very spooky, yeah. slow paced, but scary but uh, the first thing that comes to mind is um and these are actually more jump scare than unsettling sticks with you kind so maybe not what you're going for but mm. i like a lot of found footage films naturally probably because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know that's like what i want to find or whatever but um i did watch creep and then creep 2 recently which mm-hmm. um are streaming i think on netflix uh but it is uh oh shoot i think the guy's name is like a Dumas brother or somebody like that who did Flight of the Conqueror or is that right? No, that's not right. I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember his name right now. But um, it's like a found footage film about like a, a serial killer, basically. Mm. That's really good. But that's not as much paranormal. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, if someone were to want to go and film, have you have you done an investigation on film yet? Um, like, like you personally, locally, I like film things yes you film them but have like have a film crew go with you oh no i haven't done that yet if would anyone you, wants would you to be game to do that oh absolutely really yeah <laughs> i know people yeah yeah, yeah. admittedly cool. uh it's hard for me to do that i have to like set up something static because i'm alone i'm doing stuff alone so mm. um which again if anyone wants to do this with me <laughs> yeah. open call <laughs> I, I, I should do it, do it with her if i wasn't <laughs> terrified Honestly, God, because I'm I believe in it so much. But like I, I'm sorry, I'm tapping. But if I did, I really, th- I would probably like poop my pants. <laughs> and we're bringing it back to the poop. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Sorry, to- no. Gosh, so thank you. <laughs> no, or right, like if they want me to go to Scary Wood, and I'm like, I'm either gonna hurt myself as and when I fall, or I'm gonna hurt someone else because I'm gonna push you out of the way or into whatever is scaring me. Did yeah. you go to Scary Wood? I Have did. You- I actually just went you- on Friday. Oh yeah, how was it's it? So fun. It's good. Yeah, I've been a few times, and this year, um, 
most of the time I'm not spooked while I'm walking through, but this year they got me like three times. Mm. It was scarier. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it was better this year. Out. Yes. <laughs> I'm out. Um, so what do you know about the Masonic Temple? The yes, ma- what do you... Because, so I film, I when I worked on movies, did hair for movies, we filmed a, a scene in a movie at the Masonic Temple and we just have tons of downtime and... So we had the whole building, and so me and my friends just started like exploring this building. It is the craziest place. Like, there's so many weird rooms and like very ceremonial like type things that are just like you have no clue what they are. They're just it's like thrones and weird things on the floor and just all these random rooms that are just it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I just pulled up a post that I posted about it on Instagram a while back, but um, I. I don't know a lot about that Masonic temple in particular. I know it was built in 1905 and just was the center for a local Masonic mm-hmm. um, chapter or Masonic order. But um, do you know much about like Freemasonry or Masonry? Really. Um, they are like really rooted in um, like ritualistic practices. Mm-hmm. However, they're also um, like really civic minded so they they were known to and and are still known to do a lot of things for the community um but uh oftentimes have like different rituals in order to initiate yourself into it and then to move up in levels through the masonic order and then there's different chapters of it Mm -hmm. so and there's a lot of that in spokane a lot of history made like mason history or like just um like esoteric orders and like or like secret societies there's a lot of that around spokane actually if you go to any of the cemeteries you'll find massive sections that are are with the um like the mason symbols on the headstones and things like that oh wow yeah it seems very cultish every time i'm in the masonic temple and this is probably really bad and i probably shouldn't say this on a podcast but I literally try and open every door because I want to go explore so bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there is some crazy, like, beautiful, like, I mean, everything there is wallpapered and, like, that is really throwing me off. Okay. I know. <laughs> but make, also, it, make it nice. I know. <laughs> um, and I just feel like there's so much history there. And it's so secretive, and it's like so attractive for that reason to me. I'm like, I want to yeah, know what's I going on. I want to know. But what I always like try and like for. open the door and just see. Like, I'm pr- I'm hoping one day like one just opens and like it's going to be the holy fucking grail when it happens. But it's like takes I you still, in a different world. Or yeah. So yeah. I'm just like I I always every time I'm there I check. Anytime I'm in the basement, it's just yeah. I just specifically trip. remember this one room, and I could totally be remembering it wrong, but. It had like so you walk in and there were like like what looked like thrones and then there was all of these crazy like diagrams and stuff on the floor that were like pointing to different chairs and stuff with like different colors and numbers or letters or symbols or whatever and then there was a kind of a gallery like seating on one side and um, it it was very odd and like there was it didn't make any sense like I couldn't figure out what the whole point of it was it just seemed like it was obviously used for some ritual or like ceremony or something are you serious yeah it was so weird i and i don't think i was supposed to be in there but i mean 
just went in there because yeah. we could. And That's so cool. I feel like you saw more than some people see. Yeah. Can yeah. you do they do tours? Uh, not to my knowledge. I think the Ma- the Masonic Temple in Browns is an event center now. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, this one down here is like not. It, they sold it, so it's not even part. It's not the Masonic. No, it's like not. Ha- yeah. yeah. That one, the really cool Egyptian it. looking one, like doesn't have anything. Wait, where's that. the one in Browns? So, or it, is that's that Browns? That I don't know, but like by the Spokane Club. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. one on yeah. Riverside yeah, yeah, here. That's what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. But it now it's like it's like outside Browns, outside of downtown. They it's in a gray area. sold yeah. it <laughs> a couple of years ago, and so now it's like an event space. There's probably nothing really in there to see, but mm-hmm. uh, but before when I did it, it was like I'm sure the flooring and stuff is still there. I mean, it was probably like 2011, 2012. So it was still, I think it was still like a Masonic temple or. Yeah. They still owned it at least, and it hadn't been used for anything else. So, yeah, I love stuff like that, like secret society type of, like I said, esoteric. Interesting. Yeah, that's actually part of what really got me to dive deeper into the occult, which I've been um, exploring more on my my blog. I I plan on doing a lot more blog posts, like diving into deeper subjects, like surrounding occult, basically, or just anything like. Secret, secret stuff. I don't know. Seems cool. cool. That is really cool. I wonder. I mean, I'm gonna like reach out to them at Temple. I feel like do it. Yeah. (laughs) No asking, no Getty. (laughs) (laughs) Can I learn all about your secret society? Not that. I would just like put it on my podcast. (laughs) Hey, it's Andrea from Spokane. (laughs) Uh, Trying to break in. We were just talking about. (laughs) <laughs> Masonic temples, and we just wanted to like take a peek. <laughs> Can we have a key that unlocks every door? <laughs> and by the way, we're bringing our friend Amanda along, and I'm just there with like all my equipment. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> I'm just beeping everywhere. Like, um, oh I, God. well, I think uh, we'll kind of wrap it up, but we kind of always ask all of our guests this question to end the show but like why why do you love Spokane why do you continue to to stay here like what what draws you to it um well I love Spokane for the people of course mm-hmm. um that's probably the main reason why I'm still here but I've also really dived deeper into the history um a lot of the architecture like I said I'm on the historic landmarks commission working really hard to preserve Uh, local history, architecture, archaeological resources, um, which Spokane is really rich in. So, um, yeah, I love Spokane and its history and its buildings and community. All Um, of it. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I was trying to think. What is the deal with the really big old building off of, like, East Sprague in Napa? It's huge and concrete. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's like an old school. Is it a school? Oh, are you talking about where it has all the like um it's like the gravel in front of it yeah, and like trucks and stuff? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's the McKinley School. Um, so it was a an old school um that like lost funding a long time ago and kind of fell into disrepair. They tried to make it an event center or a community center, and then ended up selling it to a company to use as they are now, which is for like gravel or rock. What a stuff. waste. I know. Actually, that's, yeah, I won't go into it, but that is that is one of the buildings that got me into um, historic preservation, actually, was seeing that building and uh, seeing how um, 
in disrepair it was yeah. and and wondering what can I do to save buildings like that in Spokane like who is making these decisions and yeah now I now I serve on the commission and get to help with that that's so, so that's cool awesome. thank you that for is, doing that yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome great. I always feel like I see these great buildings in Spokane there are a lot of like really incredible like you said buildings I'm just like man what a uh, a waste like why aren't we doing something in this building mm-hmm. like why hasn't someone bought it and turned it into something really yeah cool? that's called adaptive reuse hmm. so um basically like maintaining the historical um integrity of a building but mm-hmm. using it for something more modern or something different than what it was intended for yeah. I love that. Like the we building see that all the time. that's literally right here out your window. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need McMinimins. McMinimins. Come. I said McMinimins. Did you McMinimins? McMinimins. That's why we need them to come buy a property in Spokane. Come buy, come buy yeah. a Mc, McKinley. Yeah. Yeah, come buy <laughs> oh, somewhere. Oh, yeah, exactly. They already have Kennedy School. They can Mc, McKinley. Oh. Anyways. Anyway. Off off topic. We're not um, done talking. Were you, you, like, so I recently, Brown's Edition became, the entire neighborhood became an historic neighborhood. Yeah. So that was in the news. I saw that, like, as a headline. Yeah. Actually, that's um, part of something that the commission and the Historic Preservation Office have been working on for a long time. Um, It was actually already nationally registered as a historic district, but we didn't actually have an ordinance in Spokane for making it a local historic district. And what comes with that are a lot of, um, like, a lot of help with, I'm trying to put it in simple terms, I guess, but, like, to try to help maintain the neighborhood as it is and preventing people from raising or uh, demolishing buildings and putting Mm -hmm. up um, other buildings that kind of take away from the character of the neighborhood. Hmm. Uh, We didn't quite have a local historic district ordinance so um, the Historic Preservation Office made that ordinance, created the overlay zone in Brown's Edition, and then put it up to vote. And uh, the people voted it in as a local historic district. Cool. So that's now, awesome. Yeah, and that's just the beginning. So we have a lot of other um, neighborhoods that, that we think might come after that. And that's just awesome. to, like stop people from like buying property and then like just tearing it down, tearing it down and, and raising more it. More or less, like a, yeah. yeah. It, it helps um, bring through those uh, it helps bring those projects to the commission so that we can vote on it. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, things like special valuation for tax incentives for um, maintaining the integrity of the buildings and then also bringing through like certificate of appropriateness, um, which means telling us what they want to change and us more or less trying to make mm. sure that it aligns with what it means to pre- preserve a historic resource yeah if that makes sense is there anything like for like a local citizen like that they could be doing to be involved in stuff like like is there like like are there um hearings that people can go to yeah so my my commission meeting is actually public we have a public hearing portion of it um so you could start there if you want to we're in city hall um the third wednesday at 3 p.m every month uh there's also the uh historic preservation advocates here, which is um, an advocacy group that you can join as well, and anyone can join that. Um, and you can also go to um, historicspokane.org, uh, which is the preservation office website, and there's tons of resources there. Cool. Yeah. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, well thank you. We're going to turn <laughs> this microphone off, and I'm going to keep asking you a million yeah, questions. Absolutely. No. <laughs> 
I just want to yeah. keep talking thank you, about yeah, it. Thank you so much, Amanda, yeah, for coming Yeah, thanks, on. guys. Just uh, check me out at prettyfnspooky.com or prettyfnspooky on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, especially if you want to apply to have an investigation. Yeah. Visit me on my website to request an investigation. It's free. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank Super you cool. so much. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Keep up with us at spokast.com. That is S-P-O-K-A-S-T. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Spokast Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Spokecast Productions, produced by Brennan Pointer, Andrea Williams, and Nate Martin. Original music composed by San Silvis. Thank you for listening.